right, all right, okay, okay. What is up, everybody? It's LJ Talks Facts here. Here's the facts. Like always, of course. Hope you guys are having a great Monday so far. Early Monday here so far. And hope you guys enjoyed Super Bowl 56 last night. I know I did. The LA Rams are the Super Bowl champions. Their second Super Bowl in their franchise history. They won back in the 1999 season where they beat the Tennessee Titans 23 to 16. And that was uh, and this is their this is their first Super Bowl as the LA Rams. Because in 99 they were the St. Louis Rams. So this is their first Super Bowl as the LA Rams right here. And it was a special moment, especially being SoFi Stadium in their home last night as they beat the Cincinnati Bengals by a score of 23 to 20. I was wrong right there. I did predict the Bengals were going to win. But the L.A. Rams got the job done last night. And I am really proud of the L.A. Rams. Like I said, it's one of those rare Super Bowls where I'm not going to mind who wins. So I'm happy for the Rams. They absolutely deserve it. There's so many players on that team that deserved a Super Bowl ring last night, and they got it. And overall, last night, really good game. Good game last night. Really enjoyed it. Like I said, NBC puts on some really good Super Bowls. They really do. Especially the last few Super Bowls they've had. Giants-Patriots, Patriots-Seahawks, Eagles-Patriots, and now Rams and Bengals. So next year it'll be on, uh, it'll be on Fox next year in Arizona. And I, you know, I did say yesterday the big question is, will the Arizona Cardinals get to the Super Bowl next year to represent in their home stadium? I mean, I don't think so. So I think that streak might end for a while where the team right there gets a home advantage in the Super Bowl, even though the Rams were the road team, quote-unquote. Listen, they, they had home advantage. It was in their home. I don't care they were the road team. It was in their home. If it was Rams versus Chargers, okay, that's different. Nobody has home advantage there. That's just different. That's two different. That's just two different teams right there. Obviously, you know that's just way different. You know, that's a huge. That's huge. That'd be huge right there. I actually wanted to see Rams and Chargers, but and eh, maybe someday. But overall, though, last night a really good Super Bowl. I did enjoy it. It was a great game. You know, a lot of great moments in this game right here. Especially as you see Matthew Stafford get a ring, you know, him wasting his career out there in Detroit for 12 years. He was the first overall pick in 2009. You know, the you know he could be a Hall of Famer, Matthew Stafford. As you look at his stats, you look at his NFL career statistics right here, he could be a Hall of Famer. I know he's only been to the Pro Bowl once, which was back in 2014. I mean, I looked at the stats. I'm shocked he wasn't in the Pro Bowl in 2011 or even this season. I mean, he threw 40-plus touchdowns this year. I don't know how he didn't get to the Pro Bowl. It didn't make any sense. You know, same thing back in 2011. He threw 40-plus touchdowns, didn't get into the uh, Pro Bowl. Just doesn't make any sense right there. He's so overlooked is the big thing with Stafford. Very overlooked. And he was underrated in Detroit. But now you could say he's elite. You know, and last night he had his moments where he did struggle. He did throw two interceptions last night, especially on the first possession they had in the second half. It was a pretty bad pass that he threw. And believe me, he was banged up in the game last night too. His knee got banged up. On top of OBJ who got banged up. Joe Burrow got banged up. You know, we saw quite a couple injuries in this game. But just overall though, 
So overall, though, I enjoyed the Super Bowl. I really did. I absolutely enjoyed it. And I hope that you guys did as well because it was a fun game. It was a real fun game. And now you look to next year, right? February 12, 2023 in Arizona. So we'll see what two teams are in that Super Bowl. We'll get, will we get a rematch? Or what will happen there? Who knows? So we'll see two other, two other new teams. Who knows? Hopefully we do. Get a rematch. That's cool. You know, I low-key do want to see the Bengals go back, but we'll see what happens. Let's talk about the Bengals just a couple minutes. Just want to break down with the Rams right here. Like, the guys on this team that deserved a ring, definitely Matthew Stafford, definitely OBJ, and definitely Jalen Ramsey, and definitely Cooper Cup, and definitely Aaron Donald, and definitely Cam Akers, and Eric Weddle. All those guys right there deserved a ring last night. And so everybody else on the team as well, I'm just talking about significant guys right there. Because Matthew Stafford's one of the most underrated quarterbacks of all time. Mostly overlooked as well, like I said. Very overlooked. My biggest concern with him was coming in here to L.A. Can he win these big games? You know the Rams right now, now they're Super Bowl contenders. Especially when they brought in Von Miller midseason and OBJ midseason. You know, that ceiling went all the way up right there. Expectations went through the roof. You know, I thought the Rams were going to crumble. I thought they were going to crumble, especially after they lost the 49ers in the last game of the season. I'm thinking... If they meet the 49ers in the playoffs, they might lose. And they almost did. I picked the Rams to win that game, though. You know, after they beat the Bucs, I had a lot of confidence in them. And I really should have just picked them against Cincinnati last night. I did I did say if they were going to beat the Bucs, I was going to pick them all the way. But I thought the Bengals were going to have that huge underdog story because they had that underdog story right there. This whole playoffs, other than when they played the Raiders. But um, you know what I mean right there. You know, but a guy like Stafford right there, most underrated quarterback we've ever seen right here, overlooked as well, but now he's finally a champion. Aaron Donald, probably one of the greatest defensive tackles of all time. I don't know if I would say he's the greatest, but he's definitely up there. And there are speculation and rumors that he's that may have been his last game last night. It's been like, you know, retirement rumors. You know, we'll see what happens in the offseason. We'll see what happens in the offseason. I know Donald was definitely getting frustrated last night. You know, um, he was getting double teamed and triple teamed by the O-line last night. So he was taking it right there. But in the second half, he let all of his frustration out. And he was able to get to Burrow quite a few times right there. You know, the Rams defense really couldn't get to Burrow. They really couldn't get to Burrow in the first half. They really couldn't get to, they really couldn't get to him in the first half. Second half they got to him six, I believe it was like six or seven times. So I think in the first half they only got him once. But Aaron Donald right there, like I said, if it was his last game last night, God bless him. He's a Hall of Famer as well. Yeah, he's definitely a Hall of Famer. Easily. Easily. I mean, come on. You know, and let's see, how old is Aaron Donald? I think he's like 30 years old, 30 or 31. Let me take a quick look. Let's see. He is 30. He'll be 31 in May. So you look at his stats right here. He's a seven-time All-Pro, first-team All-Pro, eight-time Pro Bowl, and now a Super Bowl champion, three-time NFL Defensive Player of the Year. Yeah, this, this guy's definitely a fucking Hall of Famer. I mean, Jesus Christ. Be unanimous right there. I mean, my God. 
The most sacks he's had in the season was 20. It was 20 and a half sacks in 2018, the year they went to the Super Bowl against the Patriots. He did have 12 and a half last season. It was the second time he did that. It was back in 2019. And he's played in every game in his whole career other than the 2017 season where he missed two games. Other than that, he's played in every game of his career other than the two games he missed in 2017. So this guy, he's definitely been like an Iron Man, you would say. Only other two games he's missed right here, you know. This guy's a monster. This guy is a beast. The guy is a fucking beast. He has 98 sacks. And he's two way right there from 100, you know. You think maybe next year will be his last year to get that 100 sack right there. Wouldn't that be funny, though? In the first game of the year, the Rams play next season. Donald gets his 100th sack right there, and then he says, okay, I'm done. And right there, 98 sacks right there. Get two more, that's it. <laughs> but he really has nothing else left to prove. He really doesn't. He really doesn't have anything else left to prove. He seriously doesn't. He's done it all right here. Now he's a champion. And Jalen Ramsey, you know, definitely one of the greatest cornerbacks we have in this game right here. He was getting torched last last night, let's be honest, except... Except in the second half. Because, actually, we'll, we'll get to that We'll get to that later on when we break down with the Bengals. Because we're not going to talk about that right away. But other than that play in the second half, which, you know, it definitely shouldn't have been a touchdown for Cincinnati for obvious reasons right there. For definitely obvious reasons, it should not have been a fucking touchdown. Like, if we're just going to be completely honest there, I'm not going to be biased at all. Because I've never, I never been the biggest fan of Jalen. In my opinion, but um, no, it definitely, it definitely should have been like offensive pass interference on uh, Higgins. Definitely should have been. Because you saw the replay, oh, like, oh, come on. Like, how do you miss that one? Like, Jesus. I could see why Ramsey was getting pissed. And I was thinking, like, why is he getting pissed? He fell down. And then they showed the close up replay. I was like, oh, now I see why he was pissed. That should have been called. It definitely should have been. But, you know, he's a lockdown corner, Jalen Ramsey, you know. He's, he's definitely a trash talker. He's definitely a trash talker. Tries to get in your head right there. You know, your best thing you got to do is you got to ignore him when he's talking. It's like it's kind of like Richard Sherman when he was in his prime. He was talking all the time. You got to just ignore him. That's what you got to do. You just got to ignore him. Can't let him get in your head right there. You do that, that's the last thing. That's the last thing you need is a player getting into your head. Especially the opposing player. That's the last thing you need right there. You just can't let that happen to you. Can't let that happen to you at all. But he's a great cornerback. He might be a future Hall of Famer. He most likely will be. I know he's got a few more good years left in him, but he'll definitely be a future Hall of Famer. Eric Weddle's definitely a Hall of Famer right here. Last night was his last ever game. He came out of retirement. He hadn't played since 2019. The Rams had so many injuries at safety. He came back, I believe it was in December of this, this season, he came back. Played great in the playoffs. He got a torn peck last night. So he put it all on the line last night, and he got a Super Bowl ring. His first ever. Six-time uh, Pro Bowler. He'll definitely be in the Hall of Fame in a few years. Definitely will be. He definitely will be. He might be in that 2027 Hall of Fame class with Brady and Ben. So there you go. That 2027 Hall of Fame class might be the best one we've ever seen. Especially, say, if Donald retires. And there you go, Aaron Donald as well. Jesus, man. That would be something. That would be some Hall of Fame class. Like, seriously. That would be something. <clears throat> um, I mean, it really would be when you think about it. But, um, 
And also OBJ, you know, I think many people know how I feel about OBJ. I never particularly liked OBJ. You know, when you, when you think about it, he's really not a bad guy. He's really not. You start to understand, you know, his situation out there in Cleveland, you know. Like, did him and Baker actually have problems? Did Baker have something actually against him? It'd be stupid if he actually did. We know OBJ is passionate. You know, he's not Antonio Brown. He's not like that. I know Antonio, uh, Antonio. I know OBJ definitely has had his antics on the field, but he never, you know, took his jersey. Never took his jersey off and started like you know jumping up and down the end zone like a clown. You know, that's two different things right there. I mean, OBJ's done his things on the field, but he hasn't done anything like that. You know, he never did anything like that, which is great. <laughs> Um, and, you know, speaking of Antonio Brown, he was at the Super Bowl last night. Hopefully, no team ever signs him again. And I don't think any team should. You'd be really stupid to sign him. Because you could say, oh, well, he's a talented wide receiver and everything. And the sad part is he might be in the Hall of Fame. And you could say, oh, how is it sad that Antonio Brown's going to go into the Hall of Fame? He's got the stats. He's got everything. I know that he does, but he's a shitty human being. He's a shitty person. Look at the things that he's done. I don't want to hear anything. Like that's normal behavior right there that he did right there against the Jets back in January. Like, no. I don't want to hear it right there. If I was one of the voters, I'd say nope. Even though I'd probably still get in. I'm sure people would definitely still vote for him, of course, but I would say hell no. No, thank you. Even if they said we'll give you a billion dollars if you vote A, B, and go into all of him, I'd say nope. That's not happening. Not happening. I'm good. Can't be bought right there. That's not going to happen. But it's, it's whatever. It's whatever. Everybody knows how I feel about AEB. It's just, it's very, very different with him. Very, very different. So. <sighs> That's all I'm saying right there. That's all I'm saying. Everybody knows how I feel about him, so. But I am happy for OBJ, though. I really am happy for him. He got the first touchdown of the game. He got the first touchdown of the game. That's nothing you could take away from him right there. It was a really good touchdown. It's a nice pass. It was a nice catch. Like, I was thinking before OBJ got hurt, like, if the Rams win this game, he might be the Super Bowl MVP. And he would deserve it. He was going off at the start of the game. But then he stepped wrong right there in the second quarter. Like, something with a turf right there. It's kind of similar to the injury he had with Cleveland back in 2020. I think it was against Cincinnati. Where he just landed wrong for a second. Like, he stepped wrong. I mean... I don't think he tore his ACL last night because he was back on the sideline in the third quarter. He was moving around. I mean, obviously, he didn't get back in the game. You know, it's definitely a serious injury, but I don't think he tore his ACL because he wouldn't be able to walk. He wouldn't be able to walk around. He'd be on crutches or he'd be in a wheelchair. He wouldn't be able to move. So I think it's definitely something in his knee. I don't know if it's... I don't know. I wouldn't say it's a sprain. I don't want to, like, diagnose him. I'm not going to do that. But, um... It definitely is something serious, but I could tell it's not a torn ACL. And thankfully, it's not. Thankfully, it's not. You know, because he was doing good last night. He really was. He was doing good last night. He was definitely doing good last night. He was really doing good last night before he got hurt, and I really thought... Like I said, if the Rams won the game, which obviously they did, I thought maybe he was going to win uh, MVP. But it went to Cooper Cup. 
but I'm happy for OBJ. Now, the big thing with OBJ is, where will he be going next season? Because he is a free agent. He was only signed for the rest of the year with the Rams. So the big question is, with OBJ, should he stay with the Rams, or does he go somewhere else? And if I was him, I'd stay with the Rams, because I like the situation out there. The Rams are the best team in the NFC. Nobody's going to come close to them right now. Nobody's ready to come close to them right now at all in the NFC. Um... No team comes close to them at all. No team does. So if I'm OBJ, I like the situation out there. I go back. I run it back for another full season out there. And if I'm the Rams or any other team that offers OBJ a contract, I'd say two years, $15 million a year. So he gets $30 million. Because I wouldn't sign him to like a big contract, like four years and $70 million. Like, no, that's ridiculous. No. I don't think he'll ever get that big contract again. So I would say two years, $15 million a year. That's fair. That's absolutely fair right there. If you want to say $20 million a year, that's fine also. So there you go. That's perfectly fine. That's what I would do. You know what I mean? Like... But I think he should stay in L.A. I really think he should. Like, if I was... If I was OBJ, I would stay in L.A. You know, that's just what I would do right there. I mean, he could go to the Chargers. I know he kind of does want to stay on the West Coast. You know, so three teams come to mind. Like, of course, the Rams, he'll stay there. He'll go to the Chargers or maybe the Raiders, you know. But we'll see. And OBJ definitely has a couple good more years left in him. He absolutely does. He's not the same receiver he used to be with the Giants in his first three years where he was just explosive. You know, we saw some of the old OBJ with the Rams, especially in this playoff run right here. But we'll see what happens, though, with him. Hopefully, um, you know, if I was him, I would stay with the Rams. I wouldn't go anywhere else. Obviously, I wouldn't go to a team that's rebuilding or a team that's shitty. You know, you want to go to a team that's either ready to win or ready to win again in the Rams. That's what I would do. If I'm OBJ, I do that. But we'll see what he does right there. But he deserves a ring, too, just like Aaron Donald and Matthew Stafford, especially Cam Akers, who had the bad torn Achilles injury back in, I think it was like in training camp preseason. He came back and he played, you know, he played at not a bad level. You know, he did okay. Of course, like I said, Eric Weddle and Jalen Ramsey, all those guys right there deserve a ring right there. All those very few guys. And I'm happy for them. I'm absolutely happy for them. And I want to talk about the Cincinnati Bengals. I mostly want to talk to their fans. There's nothing to be ashamed about. I know everything is looking down right now, and that's fine. That's fine. But you guys, you guys right here shocked the world. Because this is a team right here that was picking first overall two years ago. And here they are right now. They got to the Super Bowl last night. It's a shame that they lost, but they stuck in the game. They only lost by three points. They kept themselves in that game. There are plenty of opportunities where they should have buried the Rams. Where Stafford was really struggling in the second half. The Bengals should have buried the Rams. The Rams just stuck in there with their defense. Their defense stepped it up in the second half. 
You know, the main thing the Bengals need going into the offseason, they need O-line. They need some O-line help. They need a lot of help there on the O-line. They absolutely do. Because that O-line, it helped out Burrow in the first half. The second half, oh my God. That Rams defense ate Joe Burrow up in the second half. Burrow could not escape at all. Burrow couldn't do anything. Zero. Nada. Nilch. Just nothing he can do. Nothing he can do at all. You know, but again, to the Bengal fans out there, you guys really did shock the world. Went a perfect 3-0 in the playoffs for getting here to the Super Bowl. You know, I expected them to beat the Raiders, but you guys beat the number one seed in the Titans. Then you went to Kansas City. And you beat them, which was really unexpected. You know, it's a shame they couldn't win the Super Bowl, but these guys will be back. These guys will be back. They have a lot of talented pieces on that defense. Other than Eli Apple right there, because Eli Apple was getting burnt all game, especially got burnt to the end by Cooper Cup right there. So, Eli Apple's a clown right there. So, we probably won't hear from him on Twitter for a while now. He'd be very stupid enough to go on there and start talking. You know, <laughs> but they have all those talented pieces on the offense and Burrow, Chase, Higgins, Boyd, Mixon, Usama, you know, they have a lot of talented pieces there, but they need help on the O-line. They're going to have to get a lot of help on the O-line in the offseason. You have to either trade for people or sign people, draft people. That's the main focus going to the draft, get O-line. That's what you need. That's what you need. Don't go worry about anybody else. You need O-line. That's what you need. That's the biggest need for the Bengals right now. There's nothing else they need other than O-line. That's all I'm saying. <clears throat> and... You know, like I said... I know everything looks down for the Bengals right now. And it absolutely does. I can, I can totally understand. But their future is bright. You know, everybody thought this was going to be like a long, long rebuild for them after they got Burrow. Like, okay, we got our franchise quarterback. You know, this is going to still take a while. And it only took two years to get into the Super Bowl. Not many teams can do that. Not many teams could do that. Burrow and the Bengals did it. You know, so going to next year, do I think the Bengals will win the AFC North? I mean, it will be a little bit tough for them. Because you know the Ravens will be back. You know they'll be back. The Steelers are questionable because we know they're going to be looking for a quarterback, you know. If they get, somehow they get Derek Carr or Russell Wilson or Aaron Rodgers, they'll win that division. But if they get, like, Jimmy Garoppolo, I mean, they can make it to the playoffs, but they're not winning the division. Jimmy G sucks. He's very, like, you know, serviceable, but he's not a guy that's going to get you the division. I'm surprised. Well, I shouldn't say I'm surprised. The only reason why the 49ers got to the championship game is because of their defense and their running game. Jimmy G did nothing. Jimmy G did absolutely nothing for them. You could say, oh, man, different system. Maybe things change, blah, blah, blah. Who knows? And I wouldn't worry about the Browns. I wouldn't worry about them at all. There's nothing to worry about. <laughs> Unless if Baker Mayfield turns into a fucking god, then they're not going anywhere. They have a good defense, but their offense sucks. 
other than Nick Chubb and Jarvis Landry, Baker Mayfield sucks. He's a terrible quarterback. He's not that good. He's really not. He's really, really not. And now when you look at the Rams division right here, like who do they have to worry about? They have to worry about the Cardinals. Well, they do have to worry about the Cardinals and the 49ers. Yeah, yeah, actually do. The Seahawks, no. Even if Russell Wilson does stay with Seattle, which I don't think he will. Um, I think he is gonna get traded. You don't have to worry about the Seahawks. Even if Russ stays or not, they're an old team right now. Their offense is fine. Their O line isn't good. But they have a lot of great offensive pieces. They are gonna get Chris Carson back. They still have Lockett, still have Metcalf, he would still have Russ if he stays. So that offense will do good for them. But their defense is terrible. The defense is horrible. Especially that Jamal Adams trade. That's looking really bad. Jamal Adams hasn't done shit for them. He's done nothing. He sucks. Can't believe I wanted him. He's fucking terrible. He's overrated. So you don't gotta worry about the Seahawks. You don't gotta worry about them at all. You really don't. Um, The 49ers, yeah. Even though they beat them in the championship game a couple weeks ago, you still gotta worry about them. You know, most likely Trey Lance will be a starting QB, but they still have the offensive piece right there, like Mitchell and Samuel and Kittle and Ayuk. You know, they still have that great defense as well. And, of course, you still got to worry about the Cardinals. And there's all, there's, like, tension there with Kyler Murray, and apparently, like, he points the finger at other people, you know, and he thinks he's a scapegoat and everything. Well, it's going it, to, most of the time it falls on the quarterback. Is Kyler good? I don't know if he's good. I don't know if he's good or not because he plays good in the first half of the season like he did back-to-back years, but in the second half he disappears. You know, that's all I'm saying right there. You know, I want to think that he's a good quarterback. He does have some talent to him. For a little guy, he's got some talent. But you can't be pointing the finger at other people when it's you right there. And that DeAndre Hopkins trade isn't looking good because the last two years he's gotten banged up towards the end of the season. So that trade's not looking good right there. It's looking good for the Texans when you think of it. Because the Cardinals haven't won. You can say, oh, they went to the playoffs, but did they win a game? I didn't think so. I know the Texans haven't been to the playoffs, but maybe the Texans were right for trading DeAndre Hopkins. We all thought they were wrong. Maybe they saw something in him. Maybe that he was going to get banged up in the future. I don't know. I don't know. Because it hasn't worked out for the Cardinals. It hasn't. It just hasn't at all. And I thought when they traded for Zach Ertz, I thought, oh, yeah, now they're going to go to the Super Bowl. Now they got a fucking great tight end right here. They're going to go to the Super Bowl. But they absolutely didn't. They, you know, they under, you know, underwoman right there after the Zach Ertz trade. They underperformed. They didn't live up to expectations. It's like when the spotlight was on them right there, they, they cracked. They absolutely fucking cracked. They absolutely cracked right there. <sighs> so, I mean, when you look at that right there with the divisions right there, the Rams' biggest threats, well, it is the 49ers and it is the Cardinals. They do have threats right there. The Cardinals still have a good defense, too. Um, But like I said, with the uh, with the Bengals, i say their biggest threat right now is Baltimore. We don't know what Pittsburgh's going to become, and Cleveland's not doing shit. So I don't want to hear anything about Cleveland. Um, but we'll see. We'll definitely see what happens. You know, but overall, let's break down the game right here. And also, um, so let's, yeah, let's just break down the game right here. So, like, in the first half, 
very entertaining first half, mind you, right there. It was a really good first half. Especially seeing OBJ get the first touchdown of the game right there. That's something you can't take away from him. You know, like I said, many people don't like him. I never really liked him all these years, but I'll give him respect, though. And he was crying on the sideline after they won. Well, of course, they won it all right there. He finally got a ring, you know. You got to show emotion right there. It doesn't make him, you know. Because, you know, people on Twitter are trolls. They're going to say, oh, he's weak for crying. Like, no, he won the Super Bowl, for God's sake. You'd be crying as well. I mean, Jesus Christ. I mean, I was happy for him, though. I really was. But he got the first touchdown of the game right there. And this is where I thought the Bengals would turn it around right here. When Burrow found Jamar Chase wide open past Jalen Ramsey, and he burnt him right there. They got down to, like, somewhere in the red zone right there. It was, like, the 10 or between, like, the 7 to the 10 around there, the yard line. It was a beautiful pass by Burrow. Really good catch by Chase. But the next three plays, they did uh, nothing. And then sell for a field goal, and I was like, oh, shit, really? After that great play, that's all you got? I mean, in reality, you should have fucking scored a touchdown there. You really fucking should have. If we're going to be completely honest, they, they definitely should have scored a touchdown. They really should have. I'm just, I'm just being honest. I'm just being honest right there. Um, that for a field goal. And we know the second quarter, OBJ did get hurt. I think it was on second down. And he dropped the pass. I was like, oh, I guess he just dropped it. But no, he landed wrong like on his... On his knee right there. It was something with the turf right there, similar to the injury he had against uh, Cincinnati back in 2020 with Cleveland. So something with the turf right there that he just landed a little bit wrong, or he stepped wrong. And we didn't see him for the rest of the game. Like, he was on the sideline. I don't think, again, I don't think it was a torn ACL. I think it's something in his, again, I don't want to diagnose him. It's something with his ankle or his knee right there. It's definitely serious, but I don't think it's a torn ACL at all. I don't think it's something like that. Because he wouldn't be able to walk. He walked off on his own power, which was great to see. So it's definitely something with his knee or ankle. I don't think it's anything torn, though. We'll probably find out more later on today. You know, but on that same possession right there, Cooper Cup said, I got you. The MVP right there, the Super Bowl said, I got you. He gets a touchdown, 13-3 L.A. Should have been 14-3, but then Johnny Hecker, you know, fumbled the, uh, the hole right there for the extra point. I was like, oh, okay, what the hell? Well, of course, you know, if the extra points were closer like they were back in the day, you could have just ran it in, but you're back at, like, you know, like the 20 right there, which, yeah, I get it why they put the kickers back there. I, I understand. The extra points are a little bit harder, obviously, these days, than they have been for the last few years. Um, but I thought, okay, well, the Bengals got to take advantage of that right there, and they did. They did their next possession. You know, they moved the ball... They moved the ball down the field, had a really good had a really good possession, and they did a trick play where Burrow gave it to Mixon, then Mixon threw into the end zone to T. Higgins. It was a pretty, like, underthrown ball right there. It really was. It was underthrown. I thought it was going to get picked. But Higgins caught it, got the touchdown, 13-10. to 10. I was like, okay. Because it was underthrown. No, it really was. Like, I thought that should have been really, that really should have been picked off. Well, that was a good trick play right there by um, by Cincinnati. I'll give him credit on that one. It could have backfired. <clears throat> Excuse me. It definitely could have backfired right there, but it was a good play. And then the Rams right there on their next possession. You know, Stafford aimed for the end zone. Uh, I think he was throwing to Van Jefferson on this possession right here. He took a big shot right there, and Jesse Bates intercepted it. Big interception right there for Cincinnati. 
And I thought, here we go. But then one of the inactive players for the Bengals jumped on the field, went into the end zone, celebrated. You can't do that because he's inactive right there. And they got a penalty for it. And they got pushed back. I was like, oh, you got to be kidding me. Like, seriously, you got to know better than that. I know, I know you're in the moment right there. But if you're an inactive player, you can't. He's not allowed to go on the field. I was like, oh, you got to be kidding me. I thought it was because, like, it was a taunting penalty. But no, because an ineligible player right there went on the field. He's inactive. I was like, oh, you got to be kidding me. But then Cincinnati didn't do anything there, and then the Rams didn't do anything on their next possession. So then the Bengals just kneeled it down with four seconds left. So we go into halftime. And the halftime show, like I would say, was definitely um, <clears throat> one of the greatest uh, halftime shows that I've seen. You know, we saw Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Mary J., um, Kendrick Lamar, 50 Cent. That was pretty surprising, actually. And that, that entrance will always be a meme right there, 50 Cent for the rest of his career. And Eminem was there, too. And it was a really good Super Bowl halftime um, show. A lot of people said it was a little bit too short. It could have went a little bit longer. I definitely agree on that one. But I would definitely say it was definitely one of the greatest halftime shows that, uh, that, I, that I've seen. You know, the way they added, you know, hip-hop and rap into, like, the same thing right there. So it was pretty cool. It was pretty cool, I'm not going to lie. Definitely one of the greatest that I've seen right there. It was fun. It was uh, definitely a good one right there. We'll see what the next one's going to be next year, but this one might be might go down as one of the greatest. I don't know if it'll be the greatest. I'm sure a lot of people will say it will be the greatest, but in my opinion, definitely one of the greatest. Absolutely. Absolutely. But now we go into the second half right here, and the Bengals started off with a bang. They started off with the bang. They started off with a bang. So it was on their first, I think it was the first play right here that Joe Burrow found T. Higgins for the touchdown. Long touchdown range. Hit him with a dart right there. Higgins caught it, went all the way for a touchdown. And we saw Jalen Ramsey complaining. And of course, I was saying, oh, shut up, Ramsey. What are you complaining about? This and that. And they showed the replay where he fell down. I was like, oh, he fell down. But then they showed the close up replay. Higgins grabbed his face mask. I was like, oh, I can see why he was complaining. Yeah, that should have been called. That should have been offensive pass interference right there. That definitely should have been. And that definitely that definitely should have been called. Definitely should have been called right there. So I can see why Ramsey was mad. I could, I could definitely see it. But um, touchdown on the list for the Bengals. And I was like, oh, boy. And right there, the next possession, right there, first play from Stafford. He gets picked off by Chidabe Awuji, former Dallas Cowboy right there. Chidabe Awuji's definitely had a resurgence out there in Cincinnati. Big interception. was a bad pass by Stafford. Bad pass right there. And I thought, okay, the Bengals, they could really take advantage. The floodgates could open right here, but they wound up selling for a field goal on that possession. It was like 2013, all right. But this is where you started to see the Rams' offense struggle. Actually, where both offenses struggled right here after that. You know, Stafford got banged up in the game right there. He was limping off the field on the, one of the next possessions for the Rams right there. And I was like, oh, boy. You know, that Burrow got banged up for the Bengals right there. It was in the fourth quarter after he took a sack right there. And he was limping off the field. I was like, oh, no. I was like, Jesus Christ, here Stafford's getting banged up. Now, Burrow, it's like, oh, my God. Like, what is, what is going on here right now? 
But it was 20 to 16 right there in the fourth quarter. And, you know, the Bengals had plenty of opportunities to take advantage. They had plenty of opportunities to take advantage right here against the uh, against the Rams. There's so many opportunities right here they had. There were so many. There were way too many opportunities they had right here. But they just couldn't take advantage, though. You know, the Bengals' defense did all it could right here. The Rams' defense kept the Bengals. No, not kept the Bengals. They kept the Rams' defense. They kept the Bengals' offense at hold right there, but they kept... The Rams in the game right there. So a lot of kudos right there to the Rams defense. You know, for keeping them alive in that game right there. Because we saw both offenses really struggle in the second half after the Higgins touchdown. Both offenses struggled. We only saw two touchdowns in the second half. That's all we saw. That's all we saw right there. Oh, we did see only two touchdowns in the first half, too, Second half was kind of like surprising right there. It really was. But, um, but yeah, both defenses stepped it up right there. But Burrow's offensive line really sold him in the second half. Because the O-line was doing great in the first half. The O-line protected him very well. You know, they contained the Rams defense, especially Aaron Donald. But the second half, so Burrow only got, like, sacked once in the first half. Only once, which is surprising. Like, okay, only one time. Wow, that's actually really good. The O-line's really stepping up tonight. Second half, he got sacked six times. Six. So he got sacked six times by the Rams' defense. The O-line couldn't do anything. Couldn't do anything for Burrow in that second half. Nothing. Right after the Higgins touchdown, after the McPherson field goal... That Rams, that Rams defense just ran over the Bengals' own line. They ran over them like it was nothing. There was that one play, that guy Jones right there, number 50, where, like, uh, where Mixon blocked him, and he went, he went down for like a second, like, but he kept his hands up, or he, like his hands hit the turf, and he got right back. It was almost like, um, almost like a wrestler counting, or countering like a fucking move right there, the way that he... You know, stayed on his feet right there and was able to sack Burrow. I was like, oh my God. Like, that's just raw athleticism. That's pure, raw athleticism right there out of Jones on the Rams. I was like, oh my God. I was like, what else more could you do right there? Mixon blocked him right there, but he got right back up. He didn't even go down. He didn't even go down at all. That's just amazing. But it all came down to this on this last possession right here for the Rams, their last offense possession. I'm like, okay, well, they're going to be aiming for a touchdown because I missed extra point right there. You know, it cost them from going for a field goal. You know, going for the tie right here. But the Rams, they didn't want to go for the, Well, obviously, a field goal does nothing. So you're going for the win. You're going for the win right here. And this game was penalty free until this last possession. You know, there were some... Um, I won't say questionable calls, but it's like, okay, now you're going to start making calls. You're going to do this all game, but now you're going to do it now. I mean, come on. Don't, don't do that. If you're not going to make calls all game, if you're going to let the players play, let the players play. If something's obvious, like the face mask right there, that should have been called back. I mean, come on. That really should have been, that should have been called. And listen, I don't like Ramsey that much, but it should have been called. Come on. You should have gave him the benefit of the doubt on that one. You really should have. That's all I'm going to say right there. Um, 
but yeah, there were a couple holding calls right there. There was one bad penalty on the Bengals right. It was like an off. It was offset anyway. Like Cooper Cup caught the pass for a touchdown. It was uh, unnecessary roughness on the Bengals. But if uh, I think it was Bell that hit Cooper and Cooper Cup in the helmet right there. If he doesn't hit Cooper Cup at all, the Rams get a penalty for holding. It was holding on number seventy nine on the offensive line. They would have got a holding call to push them back. So that would have been big for Cincinnati with Bell right there. Unnecessary roughness. That was bad. And I believe was the next play right there. Like a player two later. Cooper Cup burnt Eli Apple right there. Touchdown. The MVP does it again. And Eli Apple was getting destroyed on social media. Oh my god. He deserves it. He talks a lot of shit right there, Eli Apple. Folks, too much shit. The guy's a bum. The guy's a bum. Like seriously. The fact that he even got to a Super Bowl is beyond me right here. It really is. The guy is a bum. But watch, in the future, he'll be an analyst on ESPN or Fox. They always need bums right there to go fucking analyze right there. They'll probably give him his own show. Like, that's what I don't like right there. When you have, like, when you have like bums fucking be analysts. I mean, I get they played the game right there. It's like with basketball. Like, fucking Kendrick Perkins and Ryan Hollins. Like, why are these guys analysts for yeah, they played in the NBA, but they were bums. They weren't good. They sucked. They sucked. They weren't good. Nobody really remembers, remembers who they are. Nobody remembers fucking Ryan Hollins. People, people only remember Kendrick Perkins because of Russell Westbrook and KD. That's it. Or else nobody would know who he is. If we're going to be completely honest. You know, who else is an idiot? Like, Dan Ovalosky is a, is a dumbass. You know, the fact that he's an analyst is beyond me, too. Like, how we call Taylor Heineke, like, the next Tony Romo right there, like, an underrated quarterback. I mean, I thought the same thing about Taylor Heineke going into the season, but he was saying this the season was going along. Like, Taylor Heineke, I saw his struggles. I'm like, you know what? He's not that good. I was going to keep, like, saying, like, oh, maybe he'll turn around, this and that. No, he's not that good. But watch, Eli Apple, he'll be an analyst in the future. He'll be on, like, Speak for Yourself or... He'll be a guest on uh, Skipping Shannon right there on Disputed. Or maybe they'll put him on first take in the future. Or get up or whatever. They'll, they'll give him a spot because he's a bum. You know? <sighs> How about I have like the real stars right there? The real stars that brought some to the game. Not guys that brought down the game because they sucked. You know what I mean? I get they played the game. I understand that. But they shouldn't be on TV. The guys that I mentioned right there, they shouldn't be on TV at all. They should be nowhere close to the TV. They shouldn't be. They should be close to the TV watching at home. Instead of being on TV spewing bullshit left and right. That's all I'm trying to say. Goddamn. <laughs> but just watch. It'll happen in the future for Eli Apple. Just wait on it. But then right here, it's 23 to 20. It's 23 to 20. All the, mar- it's all, all the marbles right here. All for the marbles right here. It's all on the line. It's all on the line for Cincinnati. It's, it's win or get the hell out. Bengals started the possession pretty good. Jamar Chase made a really nice catch. Got a nice first down. Started off good. Got past Jalen Ramsey. Big first down. But this is where the Bengals really started to get me right because they started like to waste a lot of time. I get they had two timeouts remaining, but you're wasting time. You got to, like, hurry up right here. Like, let's go get in field goal range, tie up this game, or go for the win. And it was fourth and one right here. I think they were on second and one. They couldn't get a first down. 
Fourth and one. Burrow getting pressure right there. They have one time on the left. He's getting pressured. Aaron Donald doesn't sack him. He's all over right there. Burrow somehow gets the ball loose. Throws the ball to Penny right there. It was out of his reach. Game over. Game over right there. I mean, Penny makes that catch. Well, it was out of his reach. You can't blame him. And you can't blame Burrow. I mean, you got to blame the O-line. Right there, that's where your O-line's got to step it up right there. The O-line couldn't step it up for, uh, for Burrow. They, they killed him. They absolutely killed him right there. They absolutely did. So Aaron Donald, who else, makes the big play right there and ends the game. Rams kneel it down, and that's it. The L.A. Rams have won their second Super Bowl in franchise history, their first in L.A. So that's something special for them. That is something special. I'll give them credit. I'll give them credit. Did I expect them to win it all? Going into the season, I mean, I like their chances better, but I really didn't expect it. Like I said, the whole thing came down to Matthew Stafford, but Matthew Stafford proved me and a lot of people wrong that he could truly win the big games. He won four straight, won four straight big games right here. I take back every, you know, criticism I made of Matthew Stafford winning big games. The guy is one of the most underrated, overlooked quarterbacks that I think we've ever seen. You know, I saw the Bengals, and it had nothing to do with the Rams with me picking the Bengals. It had nothing to do with them. I truly thought the Bengals were going to be an underdog story. You know, I really thought they were going to be. And in reality, they were. They beat the number one seed in the Titans and then beat the Chiefs, which is really surprising. But they will be back. They absolutely will be back. And so will the Rams. We already know that. The Rams are definitely going to defend their title next year. I can definitely see the Rams going back to back. It all depends who they play in the AFC. But that's a bold prediction, but... That Rams defense might get a little bit weaker, though, because, like I said, Aaron Donald, that may have been his last game ever last night. I think Von Miller is a free agent, if I'm not mistaken. So let me see. I'll look at his contract, actually. Let's, let me take a quick look because I don't want to be wrong on this one. We already know it's OBJ. OBJ was only signed for the rest of the season. Let's see. Let me look at Von Miller's contract. Let's see. So let's see. Try to find it right here. All right, so he is a free agent. Says Von Miller expected to explore free agency. So he is a free agent. So they could lose Von Miller as well. You know, if you lose Donald, hey, you got to sign Von Miller. If you keep Donald, I think you still want to keep Von Miller. Von Miller was a huge piece for the Rams going forward. He started off a little bit slow, but he found it towards the end right there, especially here in the playoffs. He got a big sack on Burrow last night. So, we'll see what the Rams do in the offseason. I mean, like I said, you might lose Donald. You might lose him. I think we'll probably find out in the next couple weeks. Maybe like in the next month if Donald will stay another year or if he's done. You know, can they re-sign OBJ? I mean, if I'm the Rams, I think absolutely you have to. Absolutely you have to. And I think OBJ definitely should stay with the Rams because why would you want to go somewhere else? It's perfect right there. It's a perfect situation. Just want a Super Bowl, go win another one. I wouldn't go anywhere else. If I'm OBJ, I'd stay with the Rams. I would. I wouldn't go anywhere else. I'd stay where I'm at. You know, we'll see what happens with Von Miller. Like, you know, Von Miller's definitely going to get a lot of attraction right there. If you're the Rams, well, you got to resign him. That's the, that's the obvious one right there, but we'll see where he goes. 
That's another future Hall of Famer right there. So we'll see where he goes too. Now he's a two-time Super Bowl champion. So God bless him. And God bless the whole team right there. God bless the Bengals. You know what the Bengals need to do in the offseason? Got to get online. That's the biggest thing right there. They're set it everywhere else. Everywhere else they're set. They need online. That's what they desperately, desperately, desperately need. They need help on that online. And hopefully they get it because they need it. But all right, guys. I hope you guys enjoy this episode right here. Congratulations to the LA Rams on winning Super Bowl 56. You guys deserve it. Bengals, you guys will be back. Nothing to be ashamed of. I know things look down right now, but you guys will be back. All right, guys. I hope you guys enjoy this episode right here. The next time I will talk to you guys will be on Thursday to review AEW Dynamite. Love you guys. You guys are the best. Congratulations once again to the LA Rams. All right. Enjoy the rest of your day, guys, and I will talk to you guys on Thursday.